brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. Grab your cats, mm. your squirrels, your dogs, and what? settle in. Maybe not all at once. <laughs> Are, so them. you're saying a furry creature is required to listen to this episode? Well, well, you probably will need Ma, one of those. Uh, I need my pet squirrel. You need one of those uh, emotional uh, comfort animals. What are those called? Emotional, emotional support. support animals. Yeah. yeah. I was alluding to what we're going to talk about today. Beer? Yes. There's a squirrel in Creatures my beer. Oh, us wow. okay, yeah. Roadkill beer? That was such a lame, you know, analogy. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. I know what we're doing, oh. and I'm still saying oh. it's lame. This is the wrong crowd to be clever with. <laughs> Maybe we should start this episode over again. And again. It's and not, again. It's not going to be any better. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You guys are so tough. <laughs> or at least you think you are. Burn. Burn. Welcome, everyone. This is another sud segment where, besides minor technical difficulties, uh, the more you drink, the funnier we get. That's yeah. true. Yes. That is yes. a very true statement. Start drinking now. Yes. Or pause the episode, drink a lot, and then start it playing again. And boy, do we have some pet stories. Pre-gaming. <laughs> We're not is... telling those rabbit stories anymore, Mark. We <laughs> always suggested. I want to tell you a rabbit, rabbit story. We're banned from that. Yeah. Um, joining me at the table today is good old boy Dave. Uh, hi, baby. It's <laughs> 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 not far off the real thing. <laughs> love, true love. <laughs> wow. Good old boy Mike. Hi. Just Despite the uh, repeated, um, you know, injunctive uh, relief uh, notices that I, I received from Canada, I'm still here. So, <laughs> there's like a whole group of people in Ottawa that just are pissed. I don't know what it is, but, you know. Are you, afraid, are you afraid you're going to get yanked if you go too close to the border? Mm, there's going to be, you know, they're going to use the, the rule we use here in the U.S. and they're going to separate me from... Other people that have righteous beer, so yeah, I could see a hmm. Canadian special ops team. You know, no, all I don't in, see all in denim coming down uh, and mm-hmm. stealing Mike and I can't. Mike and I can't envision the entire Is that a fresh hot beer, Angry. sir? Step to the right yeah. into the small room. Sorry, eh? Gonna have to take you back to Canada. <laughs> so so sorry. So, yeah. so so sorry. That is not Leblat. <laughs> <laughs> Moosehead light. Oh, <laughs> ooh. That's Moosehead Ice. It's an experimental fresh hop beer. <laughs> <laughs> Moosehead Seltzer. <laughs> oh, God. Don't go. No. 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 no never. No. No. Okay. no. Don't forget I said that, please. <laughs> and and who said that? Speaking of which, yes. Welcoming him back to the table. All of us are. That's for sure. Long Yay. hiatus. Ain't gone that long? Is Reverend yes, Mark. too long. Mm, the Rev abides. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very nice. Do you have a white Russian in each hand when you're saying that? (laughs) Bless you, my child. (laughs) You know. In nomine patri et fili. (laughs) (laughs) What's the Latin for hold my white Russian? (laughs) I can also speak Pentecostal. Just repeat after me. Repeat after me. How do you say hold my snake in Latin? (laughs) Just say this real quickly. See me tie my bow tie. <laughs> we just lost the Pentecostal oh, yeah, audience. I'm telling you, it's just a whole group of people just yeah, dropped out right went. there. We yeah. lost the Jimmy Swagger. So everybody crowd. in Ottawa and all the Pentecostal <laughs> just immediately. So yeah, heat map of connections. What's that like? Four dropping. and a half people. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe five. <laughs> per also, square acre. Come on. <laughs> Rounding out the table. Yes, is good old boy Drew. Hi, Drew. Oh, hi. I'm I'm uh I'm back again. I'm here. He is. Yeah. Is this now? I'm looking this at now. it. That's, be that's for sure. Okay. This is now. And I'm good to go, Juliana, in case Ooh. you didn't know who I was. So <laughs> Ooh. That is not the right button there, Dave. It was. <laughs> okay. Everything right. she says is funny, Mike. Okay. He's just okay. going to run with it. I thought she was Everything. the boss. So, no, know. no, no. I'm I'm not doing that on this show. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, I'm not the boss on this show. I'm just the... <laughs> well, you're always the boss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Yes, let's move on. Thank you. Today, it's another takeover. Now... Not the world, certainly not the airwaves. We're doing a brewery takeover. What is this? Who am I? What am I reading? This makes no sense. <laughs> if you actually read it, it does. And questionable. Mm-hmm. So we are going to do a brewery takeover today. And it's going to be on, yay, one of my like more favorite regionally, locally kind of breweries. Creature Comforts um, Brewing Company that has been brewing great beer in Athens, Georgia since 2014. Yay. Before we go any further, though, this sud segment is brought to you by... Pull My Finger. It's the dating app for marriage-minded singles who want to skip past the excitement and, well, hard work of new relationships and get right to the good stuff. Forget the little black dress and go straight to sweatpants and an old t-shirt. No more glamour shot profile pics. No makeup, no filters, no problem. When you're ready for the real thing and you don't have time to stop and smell the roses, pull my finger. Download today. Hey, good old boy Dave. Why don't you give us some background on Creature Comforts Brewing Company? Well, of course, because you're the boss, I absolutely will. Uh, From Wikipedia, the sum of all human knowledge, as everyone knows, (laughs) Creature Comforts Brewing Company is a craft brewery founded in April 2014 by David Stein, Adam Beauchamp, Beauchamp, uh, Derek Imes, and Chris Heron in Athens, Georgia. Those are a lot of words. Uh, They have become popular for their four core beer brands, most notably their Tropicalia IPA, as well as a variety of seasonal and specialty releases. The brewery is located in a former Snow's Tire Shop, memorabilia including the large outdoor signage and another sign advertising Michelin Tires, Michelada Tires, still remains. Keeping the integrity of the building's character while renovating it into a brewery earned the founders a preservation award from the 
Athens Heritage Foundation in 2014. Now, wait a that's second. exciting. That, See, no, that's exciting news. No, you're saying that just because they left up a tire sign that that's preserving history. It's a tax break, Mike. Are Don't hate on me. Shush it. <laughs> Plus, it's stuff they didn't have to carry away. Uh, so you're telling me if I leave this tire sign up here, I get me twenty thousand dollars. Well, plus the we'll other leave. signs, also. Yep. So and they didn't paint the outside of the building. So I got to pay a thousand dollars to take it down, or twenty grand just to leave it up. Well, uh, I yep. don't do math, but that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> Numbers are hard. <laughs> How rude! In 2018, Creature Comforts expanded in their production into a second building in the Southern Mill per- Historic Complex, adding fifty thousand that's o barrels <laughs> to meet growing demand for their beer it has plans to open a tap room and production facility in the los angeles fashion district in summer of 2021 that's to appeal to their growing homeless um and vagrant clientele <laughs> i think you're confusing hmm. them with just with high fashion Oh, sorry. Well, they're Fashion all, district. They're all, very, they're all very thin. So. Indeed. Wayfish, I believe, yes. is the... Under, underfed. <laughs> so that's my bit. Okay. Yeah. So let's skip, you know, about 12 states in between and just go right to California. That's a good idea. Yeah. Good old boy, Drew. Help us out California. here. Please tell us. Bail us out of this. California. Now we're finally on to the beer as opposed to the signs and the tax breaks and, and, and the, the wh- homeless waifs. And Mike's terrible, and terrible accents. So today, the Creature Comforts Brewing Company beers that we'll be trying include Tropicalia Woo! or Tropicalia, however you prefer. India Pale Ale, 6.6% ABV. The Automatic Pale Ale at 5.5. The Athena Berliner Weisse at 4.5. The Bibo, 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 B-I-B-O, Pilsner at 4.9. The Silent World Black Lager. Ooh, I do like a black lager at 5%. The Glamour Muscles Triple IPA at 10%. Woof. Dang. Ooh. And the Imperial Trop Haze Hazy Double IPA at a respectable eight. Oh my. You think they called it Imperial Trop Haze because they wanted to save money on the four letters? Well, it would Pickle. exceed my standard because all beer names that are 32 letters or more is not a valid beer name. <laughs> so, 32, one, two, three, yeah. four. Have you had a have you had a beer name that has more than thirty two characters? That for some reason the beer gets better with more with more letters. No, it doesn't fit on the tap handle. It doesn't fit on the can. I've never been bored enough to really. I can't remember things beyond like three basic words. Weinsteinpen Bruin. It doesn't rhyme with my favorite <laughs> beer, which is free beer. So, <laughs> how about all those beers from? Overseas, um, the the brothers, one of the brothers. Oh yeah, evil twin. They make crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah. What? Are the, I went around. That, does I went anyone, around the tree and down the whole beer. Does anyone yeah, know right. what exactly. an empty New Haven like, train car means? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a that's a lot of letters. Ooh. Yeah. And it's a good beer. You should name your children that. Well, Twenty nine. We'll be right back way. after this brief interlude with more. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. As we're giggling. 
Mike did his best Scarlett O'Hara, and it was <laughs> please. It was magic. Not again. Yeah. Not yeah. Again. Magical. This Tropicalia is so good. Vivian, oh, he's doing it again. Vivian Lee is spinning in her grave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. As is the other <laughs> cast members. Okay. Yeah. Well, for those of you just tuning in, hi. Hi and welcome. And please don't go <laughs> please away. Please don't go away. Please don't touch that dial. We actually it's, have something worthy to talk about today. It's going to get better. I swear. <laughs> it's got to. So we are doing a brewery takeover, which is always a fun thing. And today's brewery is Creature Comforts Brewing Company. Reverend Mark, would you read the Suds ratings? And since we're covering a Georgia brewery, Please give us your deep southern My accent. deep southern. Deepest. Re- resonance. Resonance. Yes. Well, bless your heart. That really sucks. <laughs> give me anything but a bud. Number one. Number two. Uncle Beauregard, was that a belch? Uh. Number three. Ah, what a relief. <laughs> That actually sounded like it was a relief. <laughs> <laughs> and number four, frankly, a body should never not make a sound like that. Uh, That's a double negative. Uh, <laughs> you're Southern, I know. You were, you, were, you were supposed to know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like half of our audience didn't get that, but go ahead. <laughs> and number five, oh my, listen to that hang time. Give me another. I like how you drew that out. That was nice. It's very Long Beach, Mississippi. <laughs> wow. Oh, Brad, Long I Beach, the Mississippi. There's something else dead in my cup. <laughs> These creatures are not giving me any comfort. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get to the beer. Yes. It's about oh, yeah. gum time, wow. y'all. Da- oh, that, yeah, that's Southern, too. Boom hour. All right, let's start with the beer that started everything for Creature Comforts. You know, when I think of Creature Comforts, it's got to be the Tropicalia, right? Absolutely. Part of the story that I had to share about, you know, Tropicalia was... Um, I actually had it in Atlanta uh, for the first time on tap, and I was like... Wow, this is an amazing IPA. Uh, I love the hot blend off this. It really it had great timing. There were just, I think there were a lot of West Coast IPAs that were, you know, kind of floating around at the time. And everybody was trying to figure out what was going to be their signature beer. And they figured this out really quick, you know, at Creature Comforts. But to me, I think the, the big thing that they missed was the opportunity to expand and to move, you know, outside the state of Georgia. And I really thought that they would have come to Tennessee or South Carolina or even Florida was probably my my biggest thought was that would they would expand, you know, to a, a neighboring state. And they just sat on it for like months, like eight, nine, probably a year and a half went by. And they just stayed, you know, in Georgia. And I was like, no, you, you're not going to make it for the long haul if you're just going to be a one-state wonder. 
It's just not going to happen. Six years later. <laughs> well, yes. They did expand, and they've added a lot of beer that we're going to get to talk about today. Um, but, uh, hmm. yeah, the they still have been pretty slow to expand their distribution. And you know what? That's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, but they have. And I, I don't know how many states are in. I would guess probably eight to ten at the most. So None of them are Tennessee. And while we have mm-hmm. you know, definitely seen a trend in the industry for places that don't expand you know, enough, there also are cautionary tales of those that have expanded too big, too fast, too soon, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and mm-hmm. crashed and burned as well. So you know, kudos to them for making delicious beer for as long as they have. And it is. Yeah. I lo- I lo- as we're tasting it here today, I love this hot blend. It's really good. Um, yeah. It's really good fresh. I mean, this is a great beer. When you catch it, you know, in the first, you know, two weeks, 30 days, um, yeah, you're going to enjoy this. Yeah, and I think it's always a balancing act uh, between volume and quality. I mean, not, you know, I mean, it's it, the, the fact that it's fresh and it's local uh, adds a lot to the pop. At least it tastes like that on this one. If you can scale up and keep the quality good, that's great. But if you if you can't, and plus with a lot of these hoppy beers, if you know if you're not sure, you're going to sell it, and then so you push it out, right? And then it sits on the shelf with 14 other beers that are more local than yours, and you're not getting picked up. You're or refrigerated. Some, yeah, when somebody tries it, it's going to taste like crap. So I, I'm with yeah. you, Mike. I yeah. think I would love to. I mean, if we could have been buying Tropicalia in Nashville three years ago, <laughs> that would have been freaking amazing. Well, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the thing that uh, as I'm continuing to sip this today, it really reminds me of some other products that were released about the same time. Uh, Lagunitas IPA, I think, is very close to this. Everybody's nodding their head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really see that kind of moving into – some of the same space. This is a beer you're going to find in the ballpark. You're going to find this, you know, at a convention. This is going to be, you know, on every tap handle, you yeah. know, uh, within a, you know, 300 mile radius of the brewery. I mean, this is, this is one of those very approachable IPAs that you're going to find, you know, very yeah. pervasive. It's bitter, but it's not mm-hmm. super bitter. Yep. Got some it's nice citrus. Yeah. 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 It's got a lot of everything. What do you think, Juliana? Yeah, it's, it's very classic, you know, and every time I drink it, it reminds me of the first time that I had it. And I was really blown away because we were getting so many West Coasty beers at the time that this to me was very refreshing because it had that citrusy, passion, fruity thing. Also, at 6.6%, it that, will sneak love up. That too. Yeah. I mean, it does not taste like a 6.6. Six. Um, and you could crush a lot of these. And the cans are the perfect size. Yeah, and the bitterness that lingers, you know, it's uh, to me very almost like grapefruit. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it, it's, pithy, it's a clean, pithy yeah. kind of taste. It's something that I, I could uh, quash. Yeah. Kind of yeah. mouthful Quaff. of pith. Totally. Yeah. Well, we are going to rate the Tropicalia IPA from Creature Comforts a four. Uh, uh, Yay! Great start, really good start, and I love that we started with the flagship downhill from here. You know, we'll see. You know, as they kind of you know round out through some of these other beers, can they maintain the intensity of that quality? Yeah. Because this is a very well made beer too. That's the thing I like. It this tastes just as good five years ago as it does today, and I love that. Very yeah. true. Very true. Even with the expansions that they have done. Yep. All right, let's go automatic now and talk about their pale ale. Automatic. Called automatic. 
This is five and a half percent. It's bright, refreshing, and a drinkable American pale ale. English as a second language, sorry. This is if, a bottle with a message in, and the message is beware. beware. <laughs> <laughs> they say it has a delicate, balanced hop flavor with aromas of berry, citrus, and pine. So this is more citrus than, yeah. you know, definitely the, the last, you know, hop. Yeah. Um, all that intense bitterness has kind of moved almost completely out of this. This is definitely like somebody dropped a lemon wedge, you know, in your glass. So the uh, Tropicalia was, was definitely like a cleaner bitterness. This has got sort of, I don't know, an, almost an earthiness to it for me. It's it's bright, I will yeah. say. There's delicate, but there's, there's something else going on. I there. think also the Tropicalia, even though it was very clean, it was balanced also in a malt way. I mean, not that I got malt, but there was some heft to it. This is more this this is, this is a lighter a beer overall, and so it to me it 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 balances a little more in the it's not harsh, but it's kind of kind of tilting in that direction for me. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, yeah, I like how the beer the malt just kind of sits back and lets the hops like kind of ride on top of it, and mm-hmm. you really get to enjoy them, and it's not overdone. What do you think, Julie? This is another, I, to me, I really like it. Um, an everyday drinking beer, not too hoppy, um, and I think very enjoyable for a good variety of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I wish they were all like this, because if they were, it'd be such a nice time. <laughs> you know, I think every time we've, when I think of, you know, pale ale in general, I really think of, it's the absence of flavor. And to me, um, this actually has a bit, more hoppiness than I would tend to expect in a general pale ale. You so, know, if this was sitting beside any of the macro beers well, that fall in this category, right. so like you would go, of, "Oh my god, this is so hoppy!" Yeah. You know. So, like, think of like the kind of the hallmark of pale ale, which is here in Nevada, right? Yeah. I, I think this is. I mean, it's definitely not the same beer, but it's that's it's, more piney. This is more citrus, right? But yeah, but you kind of get that they're both really well made. Yeah, this is a very well made beer. Yeah, it's totally crushable at five five. You know, just hand me a, a picture of this. You know, all day long, and uh, I actually like the fact that it's a bit more flavor forward. So I agree. Yeah, cool. Well, we are going to rate automatic from Creature Comforts a four. Uh, Man, that's a really strong start. It is. Well, they're both two really good beers. So there you go. Can they keep it going, though? I'm scared. I would be. Looking at at other things that are in the lineup. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to sink or swim on the Once we start, yeah, we're veering away from the the hoppy beers here for a couple. So. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go. Greekish, and let's talk Whoa, about Athena. Springing from the mind of Zeus. Mm-hmm. Athena is their Berliner Weiss, uh, 4.5% ABV, a refreshing, gently tart German style wheat beer. Their take on the classic Berliner Weiss is brewed with a house blend of lactobacillus, which imparts notes of citrus, cider, and Sauvignon Blanc. I get all that. It's not bad. I mean, this is not a bad. I'd say more VMA than Sauvignon Blanc, but you know. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Sauvignon. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? We've already got one mic at the table, Drew. All right, we don't. We don't need another. I like the lacto, um, and it's not. It's not as intense with like a. a 
lactic sting that I, you know, that you get in some of them that you need to balance with fruit. Lactic sting. That'd See, be a cool band name. That yeah. would be a cool band name. Yeah. And and I yeah. was thinking the exact same thing, but mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. I think sort of the opposite perspective. I, I wish it had a little more lactic. Well, sting that's what I'm saying. It. This is this is a little more uh, under, more traditional, a little understated, not in a bad way. Though, I think uh, I think it would yeah. be a little intense if it was more. Uh, true style but it is still sure. within the style and i and one that i prefer i think i could drink a little more of this <laughs> i don't recall a lacto like um uh, in uh, a blender vice is there another beer that's done that i that i don't recall. other than you mean other than or including that i'm saying i've never had a blender vice that has lacto and and before i had this one today that i can recall is there another one that does that and it kind of add, it's kind of like stacking on, you know, kind of the mouthfeel because, you know, the wheat beer itself kind of brings a creaminess, you know, kind of mouthfeel to it, right. and the the milk sugars, you know, that you're bringing around with, you know, the lacto, is just kind of uh, stacking on top. It's not lactose. That's not what that's, it's, yeah. lactose. It's, it's lactose. I think we're all sort, yeah. sort of I, sharing it. Am I reading this wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no lactose. There's, there's a house, it's, oh, it's la- okay. So lactobacillus. Yeah, lactobacillus. So that's the, yeah, that's it's the souring sorry. agent. Exactly. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm and, with you now. So I'm sorry, I was uh, reading the It's the soured wrong. grain. Yeah. And I know like as that's a home brewer, a lot of times you would just add in lactic acid. Yeah. You know, also. That was Dave's mistake. Wow. Jeez, Dave. Yeah. What, a, what a jerk. Yeah. What a jerk I am. Yeah. Putting putting words on a page and expecting Mike to read it. All right. I do like this. It's very good. It does have a creamy mouthfeel to it, and it has a good citrus overtone to it. This is a solid blender vice. I think the I think there's some fans that are that are looking at this style, and I think they're always looking for that tart fruit, you know, kind of overtone, you know, in a in a Blender Vice Plum is to me I think is like The standard you I, know, think, um, I think yeah. Ameri- yeah, I think yeah. American breweries Have Changed People's expectations Of what a Berliner Vice Should taste like This like, is a lot softer Like if you want a f- uh, The traditional German It's it's a little more Honey-ish uh, A little way I think even softer Than this and Don't you use a, Fritz, Don't you also Pour it with Grenadine or whatever I mean you, yeah. yeah So right. Yeah I think they're Brewing beers for you know, American palates though, because you know, the sour drinkers that I know and I count myself among them. Sure. Um, even though, you know, I appreciate different styles and being true to style in the sense when yeah. I pick up a sour beer, even if it is a mild sour, quote unquote, like a Berliner Weisse, I want to drink a sour beer. I'm yeah. in the mood for something no, with, sour. Especially you know? if you're buying six of them. You know, if you're buying a six pack, you definitely like I I don't want to taste history necessarily. I want to drink a beer that I want to drink. So well, I, I get you on that. I am definitely thinking of what is competing against this in this market. And to me, the Orpheus, you know, Blender Weiss is right there, right alongside this. And beer. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. I would pick the Orpheus all day long over this Blender Weiss. This is, this is, uh, this is something a lot more approachable. I think this is for somebody that's never had a Blender Weiss, you know, yep. and they're just kind of easing into it. This is something that you, hand to that person but yep. for somebody right. that's really looking for something that's to right. style you're gonna go hmm this is way under what i was thinking it was gonna be i think it's more of a this is more of a tap room beer 
Yeah. Like instead of maybe a taken yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say it's Fair more approachable. Point. doesn't mean it's it's better on point, but um, yeah, I, I still think this is kind of like a gateway Berliner Weiss. There you go. Sure. That's sure, a sure, good sure. way. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great way. What do you think? It. A great way to Boss. a gateway. <laughs> I, well, I, I like it because I, I don't like the, I like that it doesn't have that kettleiness. Sometimes, you know, the kettle sour Berliners. Just, well, it's just overdone. Yeah, it is. And it's a little too sharp. Um, I know you guys are saying this is soft, but I like the softness of this. And this would be a type of Berliner that I would like to experiment with fruit on, which I have mm-hmm. a feeling, or at least I would think that at the tap room, they might be experimenting with different fruits added to this as a base. Peaches. Yeah. yeah I you know what I mean? Peaches. Apricots. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Apricots. And, and so I kind of like that idea. You know, is if you think of this as a base beer yeah. mm-hmm. in and of itself, and you if you went down that path of creating, you know, whole fruited, you know, blender vices with this, I agree with you. It would let the fruit shine because the beer is not going to get in the way. It's not going to compete. I think you fruit. could even just yeah. get a little juice and just kind of like what they do in Germany with, mm-hmm. with the syrups, but just mm-hmm. take a little peach juice or whatever. Yeah. I love the idea. And drop it into Use this. what's in your backyard. Peaches on yeah. uh, Berliner Weiss. I mean, or, yeah. or goose, yeah. gooseberry. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Snozberries. Yeah. I think those yeah. are all really great choices. Why not just go big and go persimmons? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, that might be a little... Uh, well, the Athena Berliner Weiss from Creature Conference, we are going to rate a three. Now, let's talk about their Pilsner, otherwise known as Bebo. 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 With all due respect, and remember, I'm saying with all due respect, that idea ain't worth a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting it off. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Unless it's a velvet Elvis, but anyway, especially the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a crisp, dry, and classic pilsner. A distinct uh, continental hop flavor and aroma that is well balanced, tasty, and crafted brew. Also of note, you wonder where Bebo comes from, folks. Any ideas? Yes. Uh, can we guess in advance? Sure. I am going to say that it was one of the. Uh, brewer's dog's name. I'm going to say it's an acronym for best if bought on. Okay. Mm. I yes. think it stands Solid. for somebody having a bee in their bonnet. <laughs> nice. I'm saying some sort of random rhyme scheme. Wrong, all of you. It's coined, of course. A- it's coined after Albert Einstein's parrot, which he received oh as a God. gift for his 75th birthday. <laughs> Bebo, Bebo. <laughs> I hear it now. I can't make this up. Way overthought it. Someone made that up. <laughs> I think it's pretty rad. Okay, we'll get our tasting notes on this beer in just Got a minute. Shipped. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. So today we are talking about a brewery takeover from Athens, Georgia, and the brewery is Creature Comforts. Creature Comforts. Mm. So we are going to start, well, we're going to continue with our tasting notes now on Bebo, which is their Pilsner. I taste parrot. Okay, now after you told us that, I, I can't taste anything but parrot. Davey, There's a, a dead parrot in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> I know a dead parrot when I see one. Yes. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, there, you know, there is... Crisp, dry, that is not what is going on here. This is very 
wet, malty. That's uh, very bready. The um, finish is kind of crisp, so that I makes just, it more like a Bavarian lager. Yes, you know? I. It's too sweet. I. There's just there's, yeah, there's no not that way. Hop. The, the it needs a hop. This one makes a top hundred pilsners I've had in my lifetime. Not even close. No, but I, I would. I would, if you told me it was a, a lager, a continental yeah. lager, I would kind of like uh, go yeah, with that because sure. I do. I get a little bit more of the malt, a little bit more of the the really uh, baked bread. Yeah. Uh, yep. Not as much cracker. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But but and you don't get that hop balance to it that you want in a pilsner. So yeah. I don't yeah. think that the description is matching up with what's in the class. But when you look at just what's in the class, it's it's an it's a good beer. It's something you would order like you would five, the five gallon load. But, a Georgia you know. brewery should be able to provide plenty of cracker in their uh, pilsner. Yes, would yes. you though? Yeah. <laughs> so. That's wow. right. I I totally said that. You went there. I am, and I'm owning every bit of it. <laughs> okay. Somehow it gets worse. I really? Oh, it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so overall a semi decent pilsner. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to rate the Bebo a two. Bye Bo. Mm. Wow. So mm-hmm. I had a uh, topic worth discussing today. Uh, one, I was, as I was driving over to the studio today, I saw a billboard with this, you know, ad campaign that says, have a seltzer, save a river. I don't get it. <laughs> this is the strangest concept, you know, of feel good, do good, you know, campaigning by some PR firm that has truly got everything out of whack how can you take a product that uses fresh water that they draw from probably rivers you know and create ro water reverse osmosis water you know to brew with and then send that to the very same people that go out on the river and throw the cans of that hard seltzer all over the freaking river that does not this none of this makes any sense to me whatsoever. I don't get mm. it. I think though mm. you have to try to put some positive spin on drinking seltzer. <laughs> like you gotta you gotta find a reason. It's not like we will donate to the great the outdoors. That is the strangest concept I think I've heard Dave say. We have to put a positive spin on well, drinking seltzer. I mean, like, hey, drink seltzer. It's got great flavor. No, Look, that doesn't work. I would say that your that your prospects of getting pregnant. Um, if you drink hard seltzer, are cut in half. If you were to drink something else, that's a positive spin. Second is is that you probably won't sleep with the ugliest person in the room. It'll be the second ugliest person in the room if you drink hard seltzer. Drink seltzer; it makes your pee fizzy. Yeah, there you go. See, now that is a that is a solid campaign. Why do you want to save a river? That's that is just I don't get it. Well, you know, I mean, I, it's these kids today, man. What, is, what are you going to do? You know? I mean, I'm just going to ask, when was the last time you were on a river, Mike? Um, About three years ago. I live on a river. Okay. You know? Uh, trust me, I see the idiots that are out there. Mike with, is very There's transient. white claw cans all over the freaking river, you know? Yeah. Question White is claw. which river? Yeah, what are they talking? What river are they really talking river about? River Mark, you spent a lot of time on the river <laughs> I when, did. You were, when you were a kid. Oh, is this pet story time? No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. We're not going back to Boone's farm. <laughs> 
there was this there was this rabbit named Trixie, and she was we on a, a float on a river. She and, tasted good. We had a pet cemetery. It was at the bottom of the river. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just don't get it. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but you know. Why don't these people from the PR firms call us and consult with them to come up with Well, because of this. This conversation is why. I just, I always wonder how people get all these ad campaigns. And I've sat in these rooms and they go, yeah, let's save the river. But let me say this. And then everybody's like in a group think, you know, how many rivers are we going to save? We can make this a center point of this entire campaign. Let me just say this, okay? (laughs) If any seltzer companies did want to approach us, we would be more than happy. I am willing to totally go against everything we're saying right now. I'm like, telling you, know, you the "Don't Sleep with Ugly People" <laughs> campaign would work. I think drink seltzer, don't sleep with ugly people. I think the problem is, is that everyone wants the world to feel, would not be populated. <laughs> everyone wants to feel like they're doing something good, you know, so they're going to save a river. Sure. We realize that we're all just terrible people, though. Right. Yeah. You know, so there's no need to pretend to try to do something good. People want to feel like they're doing something good. But they don't actually want to do I it. I can put a good spin on it. Drink hard seltzer. Sleep with the good-looking Canadians. <laughs> well, and we're done. Oh, we lost no. the seltzer crowd and the Canadians, <laughs> who we already lost. I'm so confused. <laughs> well, like I said, I there's, saw the, I saw like the billboard. A, I was confused. There's enough. like a whole bunch like, of people in Canada going right there. Like, Wait a what second. What the hell did we which, do to Mike? <laughs> At what which, point? Where yeah. are the good-looking people in Canada? Yeah. I want to know this. Mike, do you enjoy poutine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, negative. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I don't put gravy on my fries or my cereal. <laughs> You're a southerner. You should put gravy, gravy on, everything. on everything. Exactly. It doesn't go on my fries. I'm 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 questioning your southern credentials. Have you ever had hash browns? Not with gravy. Uh, have you me. had mashed potatoes with gravy? Yeah, that's yeah. Have you so had, what's it's the, the difference? Same I know, but yeah, it's a totally different. Uh, no, no, not it's really. A different serving. No. I mean, right, yeah. you know, one is crisp and the other is soft. Yeah, but I was but about to say, yeah. You kill yeah. All right. What is going on here? I, okay. The views expressed by good old boy Mike do not <laughs> entirely match up to what anybody else in the entire world would ever say about anything at hey, all. Hey, look, if you can come up with a better campaign for hard seltzer, let us know. We'll pass that along to people that apparently need a little help. Hard, so. hard seltzer. It fits in a can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we you can say, use the leftovers from our other brewing process. In your, in your can can never play this again. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, it might clean you out. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the name of the next beer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's get back to the reality. Oh, silent. Yes. It's <laughs> called the, the Silent Lager. World. It's their black lager coming been in. Been looking forward to this. I haven't tasted this. It's been sitting in the glass in front of me. Coming in at 5.0 ABV. Um, the Silent World is a black lager featuring notes of chocolate and coffee with caramel and toffee undertones. It does not smell like a river. They mm. brewed this beer to dive into the depths of their love for old world traditional beer styles, specifically showcasing a type of lager that they greatly enjoy. I would like a river that smelled like this, though. Yes, a river of I this agree. would be would be quite uh, nice. I love the aroma off this. This is really good. This you is, get that yeah. roast malt. You know, if that river in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you know, <sighs> if it was this. I'm Augustus Gloop all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's very nice. It's a little watery on the front end to me, but then all the flavor kicks in. 
it's uh it's it's clean beer uh which you know from the lager but it's it's got a lot of chocolate a little bit of coffee mm, yeah there's right. some definite complexity to this beer i like it it's just enough complexity with the with the the, the malt the chocolate the uh, i don't know just even a little bit mm. of um mm. kind of a not, i wouldn't say smoke but i i i'm liking it but it's a little different than a schwartz May the Schwartz May your, be with you. Well, Schwartz has a lot more spices to it. Mm. Yeah, Schwartz, yeah, like all the baking spices and your stuff. Your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! She was so quick to jump in there, hey. Dave. Cut her mic off, man. <laughs> Juliana, what you Sorry. think of the black whoa, lager whoa, whoa, whoa. here? Cutting. This is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Really? Black, black lagers are so <laughs> underrated. Are you tasting what's in that glass? Yeah, yes, I I'm love tasting this what's in that glass. <laughs> Um, yeah, black lagers are so underrated. I mean, True. It's, it's light. And it's underdone. not. It's yeah. not too heavy. Um, the roast on there is just gorgeous. It draws you in. Um, but it's not. It's it's very satisfying. I am with Drew. This is uh, the word underdone is right where I think this is because that first reminds me of a uh, a yuhu cuz you get that watery chocolate you know kind of thing going I don't think you're with Drew at all No I just like that <laughs> word that he said it's underdone because I just don't think that it's embodying enough of the elements of a lager it's their crisp element to it is not there I just you know it feels like the chocolate and and it's under attenuated and it just it tastes are like you, a chocolate watery are mess you, to are me Are you picking the up the lactose yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you stretching it all the way out for four beers, you know. But yeah, I just I I, I think in the hallows of black loggers, I just I, I think this is just underdone. I I it's too watery for me. I was looking forward to this because I love black lager. You know, it is a I think it's a great style and I there are a lot of people that have done this well. This is just not one of them. I think it starts weak, but it finishes strong, is what I would say about it. It's not crisp on the back end. It's flat and it's it just, I don't see I don't I don't get that. Like I do get it's like not a nice crisp, dry or anything. I, I get a nice sharp, clean finish. See, like, yeah, it reminds yeah. me a lot of a dry Irish stout, but yeah. not a stout. Hmm. You know, I, hmm. I I I wonder a lot of the black loggers that I have had in you know the U.S. market here in the last several years have tended towards more like black IPA. Yeah. So no, that's, you know, that's definitely not the way to go. Yeah, I agree. I, I think this is maybe you know you know it's obviously come back from that, and but perhaps you know we've just tasted so many IPA esque black lagers that, that we've been durability of making yeah. a solid lager is missing here. I just. You know, to me, you have to have a really solid lager before you even are going to drop in, you know, a roasted malt on top of it. And I just think the base beer here is what is missing. I just don't think this is a solid lager. I think they just added a bunch of chocolate malt on top of a, you know, a barely, you know, uh, lager at the end of the day. They should have put a tiny bit of chocolate malt in then. For the color, just a, a little bit of a black malt, just a tiny little bit, just to give it the color. And saying, I think this is perfect. I mean, because as a light lager, Here, you want the rest of mine? Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> well, I we just... knew there was going to be one beer. You know, the, this show that Mike was going to go 
off the rails. But <laughs> I'm not going but, off the yeah. rails. I'm just saying I don't. I think I don't. Oh, think you're it's off like, the rails. It's like. not a good logger, and it's not a good black logger. That's well, what I'm saying. You know, creature comforts. If you're listening, I enjoy and appreciate what you've done because I don't want a black logger that's really hoppy. I want a black logger no, that's going to be light. Because yeah. if I wanted it heavier, I would go with a stout, I a dry would, stout. I would like it light. I would like it crisp and bitter at the end. And I thought it was crisp and bitter at All the right. end. Yeah, so. and roasty. I'm. <laughs> we're not counting Mike in on this. Okay, the fives are going to take this because we like wow. it. See, she is the boss. I told you. <laughs> All right. Mike was the silent part of that world. It's okay. I own the post-production editing process. <laughs> it's going to be a two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get all pretty now, and let's talk about glamour, glamour. muscles. Glamour. Glamour muscles is a triple IPA from Creature Comforts. Coming in at 10.0 ABV. Oof. This dog's got, it's got some legs. Wow. <laughs> this is this'll knock you dead <laughs> at five feet. So their triple IPA is hop with Citra, Simcoe, and Chinook. Despite the higher ABV huh. and hop flex, blend this with the black lager. This yeah. bold, extravagant beer is quite that approachable for any level of hop lover to enjoy. I, well, I won't say that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that last part's accurate. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, your, your Michelob Ultra drinkers are not yeah. going to. Uh, if, you're, if you're a seltzer fan, you're not going to. If you want to save a river, this beer is not for you. <laughs> this would jam your river. All right. You can smell this beer from five feet away. It is so intense. Um, it is definitely for people that are. If you're not a hophead, a hophead. Yeah. If you drink Maximus for breakfast, you know every day. I mean, you know, I love this. this is your jam. I love this beer. I think as big as it is and as strong as it is, I think it's got balance. I think it's it brings out the good things I like in the different hops they use. Yeah, but if I if I knew and I do know now what this is like. And I come in and I have some choice. I would start out with the Tropicalia. Oh, yeah. 100%. And end up with this. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, this would just kind of like numb you, me for the rest was, of the night. You'd have two of these and be done for the This is a palate burner. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it doesn't, it's not a burnout. You know, I, I think it's not bitter like it burns you out because yeah. of all the bitterness. Right. It's just, it, there's so much going on. You're not drinking it. fresh 120. Yeah. yeah. You're not drinking devil dancer right. you know it's it, more balanced than if that. i drank two two or three tropicalias and then drank this one i could still taste it okay well i thought it was like a wet black cat in a lemon tree Ooh. Um, oh wow a beer, just a beer she did like, like. okay <laughs> we are gonna rate glamour muscles triple ipa from creature comforts a four <laughs> and last but not least, briefly, we're going to talk about Imperial Tropical Haze, Hazy Double IPA. Eh. This one's 8%, well-balanced Hazy Double IPA with Citrus Centennial and Galaxy Hops. Muddled. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 hazy and it's just I don't know, it's kind if of If you're there. indifferent and haven't figured out what you need, order this beer. It's hard to be too <laughs> many things to too many people. It's hard to talk about and, this one after that last. That's for one. sure. And you know, I don't even get the imperial part of it. But. No, I don't either. Yeah. This is yeah. This okay. is just a hazy version of Tropical. We're going to rate this one a 3. Well, that is going to do it for us today. Yay team. Um 
We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Tap that subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry and Aunt Susan, play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipssudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on the social media platforms. And millions! Hey, and do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we'll get to see your feedback as well. Thank you so much. Well, it's that time, good old boy Dave. Hey, follow me on Instagram at good old boy Dave. Good old boy Mike. Hey, don't follow me and do yourself a favor, but I'll ask you to come back. (laughs) Enjoy another great episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and to keep on sipping. Reverend Mark, always a pleasure. This was really nice. Thank you. Good old boy Drew. You are allowed to drink seltzer. We'll judge you, but you're allowed to. I will definitely judge you. This is good old gal Juliana. I'm going to dry the cat out now. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Cardi who? I wonder if you can save a river with this beer. (laughs) I don't think you can say that on radio. You might need to. (laughs) You know, you should think about it, you know? Keep on chuggling, folks, and catch you next time. Tanhan production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>